Riverside. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backside Ground Balls Batting Practice, episode three, maybe, of these. Um, specialized, it's going to be kind of just best way to describe it is our weekend mailbag, right? We're sitting here on a Friday night. Um, both Dan and I are a little tired, I guess, probably the best way to say it. It's a gloomy day here in North Carolina, at least in my neck of the woods. You know, and you just kind of want to lay on the couch all day, but we're going to try to dominate about 15 to 20 minutes of mailbag questions, get into some discussion and obviously use these for some TikTok videos. So Dan, you ready for batting practice round two? Ready to go. Born ready. Born ready. I love that. You got your, you know, you got your bad swings out in round one, right? You're loosening up. Body's getting limber. Now we're ready to go. Now we're ready to take some hacks. So first question for you. Who would you rather have? What was that? It's fans are filling up the stadium, so now it's like yeah, exactly. You're just exactly the the. There's some there's some people in section two hundred three that are looking for some baseballs right now, trying to get loose. Um, But first question for you: Who would you rather have, Jacob Degrom, Clayton Kershaw, or Garrett Cole? Degrom. I don't know. I don't have much more to expand on that. Like the, Kershaw's getting old. He's been great, and he still puts up great numbers, and I love him. Uh, Garrett Cole's not in the class of Jacob DeGrom, I don't think. I'm, give me DeGrom. Stuff is the best in the league. That's fair. Favorite brand of seltzer? Now, this is a tough one for me because – I do about every brand of seltzer there is. I've tried them just about all, right? I see you drinking a, a lime polar right now. Um, LaCroix makes me feel a little bit bougie. Aha's really good in its own sense. Aha has some interesting flavors, but I'm going to be honest. I love bubbly. I yeah. really, really enjoy bubbly. So Fair. if I got to go favorite, like go to, like I guess it would be bubbly. Okay, okay. Player who will benefit the most from the shift? Not Brian Reynolds. Um, I don't know. Any of those big power sticks who – who <laughs> any of those big power guys who who um, hit a ball 110 miles an hour all the time on the ground when they miss uh, into the shift. So think Schwarber, think Harper, think uh, Pete Alonzo, think uh, Aaron Judge. I guess we we're not really shifting Aaron Judge anymore. I think John Carlos Stanton. I think those type of guys to me are going to benefit the most from the shift just because you play them straight up. Now they're going to bump in the average and some of those hits sneak through. And I would like to do a study and go back and see how many hits, how many ground outs into the shift have happened in big situations. Like when we talk about yeah. benefiting, like is this actually going to benefit other than just juicing guys' averages? Like how many times has that happened with the bases loaded in two outs in a, in a one run game? A very good point, and maybe if we have a little bit more time, we could definitely dive into it. Your dream job in baseball? 
What a loaded question. Uh, my dream job in baseball. I don't know if I have a dream job in baseball. This, uh, <laughs> no, but like uh, something, I guess, in, in a big league organization um, at the big league level, obviously, just because I'd like to see. Although, I don't know. I don't know because I really enjoyed the college age and the college level. And I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. Maybe, ooh, how about this? Maybe director of game day ops at like. I guess Georgia. I do love Athens and I love the dog. So I'll say director of game day ops at, at or, or yeah, director of operations for the Georgia baseball team. I was just going to say you with season tickets to football, Georgia, Georgia baseball. Yeah. General, general manager, manager of That's Georgia new, baseball, new position yeah. in college baseball. Here let me recruit soon. a little bit. Yeah. Let me do some logistics. Let me just wear like, you know, a short sleeve hoodie and, you know, like shorts and then khakis on game day. And like, Every day at practice, be on the field, stand on the turtle during BP, not really yeah. do anything hands on. That's the that's job. that's the key. Don't do anything hands on. I'm with <laughs> right. you on that. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, or Ronald Acuna? I, Ronald Acuna Jr. I think the athleticism thing plays a huge part for me. Soto's probably the best bat in this group. Um, I think Acuna when he is healthy, which we haven't seen in a couple of years, and cares. Like, cause there's definitely, I think, a maturity thing right now with Acuna that we don't talk about because he's so good, where like he doesn't lock in all the time. Like, there's so many moments where Acuna's just not locked in. And you see that with with all kinds of players. It's not just an attack on him. Um, but I love Acuna, the athleticism, the position he plays is great. The only reason I wouldn't say Tatis is the injuries. Like, I know Acuna's had a major injury, but like Tatis has had several major injuries now. Then he gets busted for pads. You don't want that cloud hanging over your your org if it's me and um, if Soto was a little more athletic and cared about defense, he's another guy who gets unlocked out there. Like I would probably say Soto because he's the best offensive player out of them. But Acuna, just from the standpoint of electricity, electricity, athleticism, offensive talent, defensive talent, um, one if he grows up a little bit, he's gonna be. Oof. Okay, dream golf foursome. Dream golf foursome. I've come pretty close to my dream golf foursome, I feel like. Um, I'm going to stop saying foursome. Dream, dream golf pair, I feel like I've come close. I've had some good rounds with like uh, my brother and stuff. So I'm going to say uh, Tommy Cockhill is always on my dream golf team. I got to bring Tommy. Uh, Kirby Smart, I know he plays a little bit, whether he wants to admit it or not. Kirby Smart plays. Uh, so Tommy, Kirby Smart, do I count in the four, obviously? So myself, yeah. so I have one more slot. Yeah. This is tough. This is a tough, tough last one. I'd probably say like I'm trying to think there's some there's a lot of baseball people that I'd want to to bring with me on this trip. And Ooh, this is tough. Cliff Lee probably. Cliff Lee. Like okay. Cliff, Cliff Lee's not like warm and friendly. I like guess my favorite pitcher growing up, but he's not warm and friendly, so he wouldn't be very fun. So like scratch Cliff Lee, I'm gonna say someone more fun, like Larry Boa. Just because Boa's a lunatic. Yeah. The only thing I'm gonna enjoy the most about your answer right there is the fact that I'm going to find Tommy's picture when he coached and it's going on the TikTok page when you say Tommy Kafka. It's gonna <laughs> pop up in the corner of your that's like that just fires Dude, like, me up so well, much like, that you come gave on me, like you I love golfing into with that. Tommy Cockett. Like I'm sorry, like I love playing golf with you for a different reason. I love playing golf with my brother a ton. I love playing golf with Chase, Brandon Kirk. Like there's so many people I love playing golf with. 
Tommy Cockill is my favorite person to play golf with. Like 100%. I could go out there and never hit a ball straight. And I will be like, that was so much fun. Tommy, do you want to play tomorrow? Yeah. He's like, he's by hands down my favorite person to play golf with. No offense to everyone out there. So 100%. I agree. Last one. Who would you rather have Walker Bueller, Corbin Burns or Sandy Alcantara? I don't have a, I'm going to pick with my heart here. I don't have like a analytical or like baseball minded uh, answer for this. Um, and I'm going to go Corbin Burns. I'm obsessed with his cutter. His cutter is probably my favorite pitch in baseball right now. It's so fun. So just give me Corbin Burns. You can't really go wrong here. Uh, Sandy Alcantara is unbelievable. He's a horse. Um, he doesn't punch as many people out as you think of like the big aces today. Um, but he punches. I mean, but he's so good. He's ridiculous. And he throws a million innings and doesn't give up any runs. Um, and it's impressive to see a guy pitch to contact and not get clipped. Like he just doesn't get clipped. Yeah. Um, Bueller, obviously, coming off the injury, uh, he's a, he's insane. He's pitching a ton of big games. You can't really go wrong with any of those three. But I just love Corbin. When you're throwing, when you're painting ninety eight mile an hour backdoor cutters, it's cute. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. It's cute. I mean, you got to It's unbelievable. Um, all right, that's all the questions for you. We're going to turn the microphone around, and you're going to ask me yeah. some questions. I'm going to get you a couple of these. These are these are fun. Let me see if I can get a good one. I know your answer for this, but uh, are 10 to 13-year deals good or bad for baseball? And we can argue when I don't like your answer. Yeah, that, that's a podcast. That's not a mailbag <laughs> question. <laughs> no, I do not think they are. Simply because of the fact that it's hard to play baseball for 10 to 13 years for anybody. you know. And if these are being handed out, so frequently like they seem to be more than not are going to go wrong is pretty much the best. What can orgs do differently? I don't know. Players should be asking for that long-term security. Organizations have to give contracts for the market. That's it. Um, for everyone who's heard Trevor talk about being player first, he's not, he's secretly not player first. He secretly just sits at home and is a front office executive who well, why, why don't you ask me? He my sees d- the players' his numbers. <laughs> he sees the players. Ask me numbers. my dream job in baseball, <laughs> and I'll it. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, you don't matter. You don't matter, players. Any of his former players listening, uh, everything he says is a lie. Uh, <laughs> yes, ten to thirteen year deals are good because they're good for the players, and player first leagues are the way things should be run. Dream job? What's your dream job in baseball, Trev? I would say director of scouting for a professional organization, I think is, or director of player development for a professional organization. I'm with you with the college age students is definitely something the general manager of any college program would definitely be something that I'd be interested in. But I think if I could run run at least one draft in my lifetime, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Really talk about seeing these guys as numbers. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who's your player to watch for in 23? You can be comeback player or just player in general. See, I thought of that question more of like kind of like sleeper MVP candidate. Yeah, like, yeah. So like I, I want to – I'm going to grab a guy that's like kind of like not really a player that's going to break out. But I really think sleeper MVP candidate is going to be 
Corey Seager. Um, he's a guy that I've had as a sleeper MVP candidate since 2016. It feels like because I love his skill set, bat to ball first, left-handed hitter, flashing powers, huge doubles guy. You start to see the power start to go up last year. I think when the with the shift going away. He's going to start to see those knocks fall in. You're going to see him slugging in the upper 500, 600 with 300 average. And, you know, if he just plays every day and stays healthy, there's no reason he's not going to finish in the top three to five of MVP voting. Great answer. I like Seager. When I just think they're going to have more line, like they're going to have more lineup depth. Yeah. And just like that's a better team next year. He's going to have a huge year this year. Good call. Very much Great so. answer. Great answer. All right, I'll give you a little would you rather here. Um, you gave me a couple. Harper, Machado, Trout. That's a tough one. I mean, because I, I look at that and I literally put it under my own name to be asked for me and I still kind of like, <laughs> am like wishy-washy on the answer. I mean, I got to go with Trout in this situation just because he plays up the middle the injuries worry me. The back injury worries me specifically. Um, you don't really know how long term that holds up. You know, he might not play center field for the rest of his career, but that dude rolls out of bed off of injuries that are supposed to like hurt guys and ruin their seasons. And then just like casually OPS is like 11 dot. Like you're like, what just happened? Like he, he's literally just a walking one dot OPS. He's a freak. It's insane. It is. And real quick, just sorry, I know we're, but we like how quickly we don't, like we don't realize sometimes we take things for granted like the good old days. Remember when he was also like stealing 35 bags? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Insane. And he Um, didn't win the MVP because Miguel Cabrera had triple crown. It's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Which, I mean, was fair. Fair. I, mean, I, lead, I see both sides. Lead, lead, but yeah, 40 yeah. homer, 40, 40 Correct. close to with Correct. 300. Correct. And, Correct. Yeah. But are you, Pretty I good. Mean, triple crown stuff. All right. What's your dream golf pairing for? Well, I had the benefit of the doubt of listening to you kind of banter through this. So Saquon Barkley, James Franklin, and Tim Corbin. That's good. I met Saquon I, Barkley in a Chick-fil-A. Does he have a neck? It's just all traps. Okay, so I'll, I'll just your quick. So I walk into Chick-fil-A. It's 9.55. We're in Allentown. We just came from Penn State um, Regional Hockey Game. We, we went down to Allentown to watch when we were up in Scranton. Walk into Chick-fil-A. I look to my right. There's this guy sitting there. This was right before the draft, so he was, he was training for the draft. I tap my buddy. We're both obviously huge college football fans. I go like literally like we're talking right now. Yo, I think that's Saquon Barkley. He looks at me and goes, dude, no, like you're, you're stupid. I was like, looked at him again. I was like, yeah, you're right. So anyway, so around the corner, we're like, it's, it's literally this dude sitting here, us two, my buddy Collins, like five minutes behind us. Right. So they call a name. Wasn't Saquon, nothing close to it. (laughs) He stands up. And this was before joggers were like cool. Right. He's got joggers on. 
And he unfolded like a transformer. <laughs> I swear to God, like I've never seen a human being. Like he hit like three layers standing up. It was like, and I was like, I like started like slapping my friend on the back. I was like, that's Saquon Barkley. And he looked and like when he rolled his shoulders out and you see his legs, you're like, oh, that's Saquon Barkley. So we went up to him. was like, hey, man, like I really don't want to bother you. Like can we just get a picture? And he was cool. I actually had a Penn state shirt on, which was cool. Um, but he, he's not that tall, but he is literally right. layered with muscle. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Would you want to dive at his thighs and try and get no. on the ground? Yeah. No. <laughs> Never. Um, I'll ask you this question. Player who will benefit most from the shift. Well, statistically speaking, Corey Seager actually had the most hits taken away from the shift, so that'll just kind of enhance his player to watch for 2023. But I think Max Muncie, um, he's a guy who obviously barrels a ton of baseballs in that 95-plus range that you know you would hope that would go for hits. He's a poolside guy. He gets shifted a ton. I think just opening up some grass for him, and he I don't think he's a guy that sells out to hit balls in the air, sells out to hit for power. I think that's his primary focus, but I think it's going to allow him to put more balls in play with two strikes and have a lot of success. I like that answer as well. All right. Last one. If you could go to college and play any sport other than baseball or hockey, because I know you played both in high school, what sport would you play? Where would you go to school? And what position and your role be? Pickleball at Hawaii. Just I don't know what the position would be. Starter, reserve, like are you starter? Yeah, do you dominate? Yeah, Yeah. in pickleball, in golf, like okay. So then, like other than that, probably golf, also in Hawaii, and maybe sixth or seventh man on the roster. So you just stole my answer there. If I had to answer that, I would be I would be a golfer at the University of Hawaii, and I would be like, Yeah. yeah, anywhere from like four through six. Yeah, like I don't have to play, but I'll come on every trip. You know, right. I'll take my on practice every trip. on the weekend. It's once in a while, you need me. Yeah. My score's good enough. But I'm just really just playing golf and going to school in, in, in Honolulu, like living the yeah. dream. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds like a good good life to live, huh? I don't know how you beat that. Like, I don't know what, like, maybe backup quarterback at Hawaii or, like, third-string quarterback – like forever redshirted yeah. backup quarterback at, at Hawaii is like probably pretty good too, but golf is even better because you're just playing golf every day. Yeah, and you oh, get three wonder what rounds we're doing in practice, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, what one of our practices we're going to hit golf. Hey, coach, I'm going to go get some early work. Like, oh yeah. yeah, sure, go play nine for free at the freaking right. local course. Like, getting right. our quote unquote early work. Right. Thanks, and like, I'm sure there's no. like ugly courses in Hawaii. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's a par three course out there that's just hideous. Like the one, yeah. like like Knights play. Shout out to Knights play. No free ads. <laughs> Love Knights play. We do love Knight's Play. So that'll be all for the Backside Ground Balls batting practice episode two. We'll go full episode two. Check out the TikTok. We will have these videos up. You'll get to see us kind of banter with some nice edits. You're going to see Tommy Cockhill's beautiful face. I think, Dan, would you describe it as beautiful, handsome, gorgeous, gorgeous gorgeous face? So you're going to be able to see that on TikTok. Um, make sure you're following on all the social channels. You're sharing with five friends. The TikTok videos are very easy to share with friends. So, you know, if you got a friend that you think might like the pod, just shoot them a couple 
of the videos that we're posting. We're going to try to get one or two up on a day. Also follow Twitter. Dan's dominating Twitter. He's getting tweets out all the time. We now have a Snapchat. Yeah, you know, slide in, I guess. Um, if you want to check out the TikTok videos on Snapchat, YouTube as well, we're going live. Hopefully we're, we're stacking on some stuff. We're going to get Colin back here from his vacation next coming days. We'll try to get him a batting practice episode where you can kind of hear some things from his perspective, maybe, maybe getting a guest on in the next couple episodes. So, um, keep an eye out for those. And, you know, we're just hoping to keep growing the, the podcast and doing the best we can. So until next time, we'll see you guys on the next podcast.